your day been? It's been alright, you know. So we started now. Yeah. Cool. Well, we're not gonna keep saying that every single time we're starting. I guess so, but like I don't know. Like I don't even know what to look at. You don't need to look at anything. It's just be started. Okay. Cool. How was your day, to be honest? My day has been very long. What work? Work because I went out yesterday, didn't I? Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, I didn't get home till late. How was that? It was lovely. It looked really good. It was a really good wedding. I love weddings. So where was it? It was far, far. Really? Stevenage. Oh, uh, that's near Wentworth, you know. Yeah, so it was quite far away, but no. How did you get back? My friend dropped me home. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Fab. It is what it is. Yeah, no, literally, Femi messaged me and was like, I had the last one with you and um, Annie. Yeah. And she loved it. And I was just like, that's honestly so sweet. Yeah. So a lot of people actually liked the last episode of you. Really? I told you, I was going to be the poet. Oh, no, we said the savage. Yeah, we did. You'd be savage dad of the eps. No, honestly. But shout out to Femi, that is. She's a real one. She's a real one. She's been riding with us since life for today. Literally. <laughs> We'll have to get her on at some point. Oh, no, facts. We need to tell a story about boarding school. 100%. Because she definitely remembers way more than we do. I think she, not only does she remember more, but her memory is a bit more clearer. Yeah. <laughs> in regards to, like, how everything was. She was in the dungeon for longer. Yeah, she was honestly proper trooper, man. Yeah. Why Why did we go to boarding school? I don't think there's really a set reason. Like, even when people ask me, I don't really know why. But I think... I think going, it was just for Vance. I think it was generally just, obviously, just to go and experience life and stuff. Mm-mm-mm. But I think when I think about the fact that we met people, like, for me, I yeah. just feel like there's that that is part of the reason that God wanted us to be uh, there. That's true, that's true, that's true. You know what I mean? I definitely met, like, other people. I'm still friends with, not, well, I'm still friends with, like, one of the twins. And... You see me personally, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Me. Oh, yeah, for you me, but I don't... You more people. But I'm not friends with anybody else like that, really. I'm sure, yeah. like, they're probably the clicks on the podcast to listen to and stuff. Because I know they follow me on Instagram and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, but that's like, at least you know them still. And, you know like, I mean? when I go to Nigeria, sometimes I even see them out. And, oh, and parties and stuff. Like party and they'll call you on Yeah, I was like, can you imagine, guys? I went to a party in Lagos, right? Hold on. And literally, I walked in and... I just heard, Anu, Anu. I was like, ah, what is going on? Like, I'm in Lagos. So <laughs> and literally, there's a whole cabana of people that knew me from boarding school. I was like, yo, this is crazy. But no, it was actually quite, it's quite nice to, I guess, know people from different places. Oh, no, it definitely is. I definitely feel like, even with how boarding school was, I feel like you really had to have, like, a, a stiff upper back. Oh, no facts. And I feel like you definitely had that kind of persona of, like, people really <laughs> respected you. But I don't know why. <laughs> but I feel like, at the same time, it was like, you were very much, like, you big sister a lot of people. Yeah, I did. You're right, actually. <laughs> but people were still low-key scared. I thought it was quite funny. How do you feel when people call me their big sister? I think it's funny. <laughs> why do you think it's funny? No, I think it's really sweet. Like, on a, like seriously, I do think it's really sweet and, mm. like... It's a shame they don't have the DNA to match it, innit? But <laughs> but it was like, I got the upper hand though. <laughs> but I think at the same time, I feel like sometimes I think it's more. I remember before it will be girls that have older sisters. So I'll mm. always just be like, and they'll be like my age, mm. and I'm just like, why can't your older sister just, like? Well, don't older sisters just be older sisters? Because <laughs> you know I, I guess mean? it's 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 uh, being a big sister is actually a hard role. I, d- I definitely think so, and especially I think the oldest girl. And especially with our family set up and stuff, I feel like mm. there's a lot of pressure 
on you and women like you to just have to take on the role as a sister and mother says mm. that responsible adult do you know yeah. what I mean very nurturing but at the same time very stern yeah. and I feel like yeah it is a lot but I think there's some women out there like some girls that do need an older sister like yeah you, I feel like I feel like everyone deserves an older sister in a sense, yeah. I feel like not everyone needs an older sister. No, There's no. some people that need an older sister. Yeah. And maybe when they met you, they thought, this is the older sister that I need. No. Do maybe. You know what I, mean? no, 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 no. I think some people need a little sister. Yeah, you definitely... Well, the thing is, obviously, you're not... <laughs> you're still my baby sister, eh? yeah. but you're not as little as... <laughs> I like to think you are. Yeah, you know, but... you do like to think I'm really little. <laughs> Like you have a full job of salary paying or something. But it's just weird <laughs> because I don't know, I still see you as like the ten year old that I need to look after. I know. Muddy cuddle, like, where are you when you're out and stuff? Yeah. Like But I feel like that's just natural naturally me though. Yeah. I don't I don't feel like yeah, I just feel like I always need to protect you. Mm. But why do you think that like why do you feel like that? Do you think that's just something that older sisters feel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I feel like I always feel like I want to protect you as well. Yeah. Like, I feel like... Don't you situ- find it weird? Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry to cut you. Don't you find it weird how we swapped roles? Because remember in school when I, I didn't have friends? Mm. So, for context, we went to the same primary school. Yeah, but did. it was, used to be infant and junior. Mm-hmm. And you was popular in infant school. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have friends in junior school. I had mm-hmm. like one friend. Yeah. And, but she had her group of friends. So she wasn't really assertive like you, where you would come away from your friends and still go back to them. She would go with her friends. and Who's be... she? Do you not remember? My friend in primary school. Dixon. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I d- like, well, I don't know where, like, when you said she, I don't know what, like, if when you listen to this fact, you're like, what the hell am I talking about? <laughs> I, no, I said my friend in primary school. Okay. I said my one friend in primary school. Okay. But yeah, so my one friend in primary school, so she wasn't as assertive as you, where she could leave her friends to be my friend for like five okay, minutes, whereas you was. Mm-hmm. So what you used to do is you was like the quote unquote big sister in that time, okay, that because sense. you used to leave infant school. Remember we used to swap pack lunches. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the time where we basically had two different jackets. I think yeah. one was like leopard print and yeah. one was like polka dots or something. <laughs> and then basically I remember sitting there for a bit and before school was just like, tell the teacher you need to give them my jacket back. We had better excuses. And then I remember I, like, I saw you and then the teacher was like, oh, we found your sister and like you were crying. Oh. And I think it was because you were saying like someone was picking on you and I remember just being like, what the hell? <laughs> Big seven year old. I was just like, do you want your jacket back? <laughs> Is that gonna make it better? No. I do feel like we used to swap loads of stuff. We used to swap jackets to see each other, yeah. PE kits to see each other, pack mm. lunches to see each other. We did. Every like name it. <laughs> she got my pencil. We just couldn't do it. <laughs> she got my hairbrush, like this time we had braids. Like <laughs> No, that's so funny. I feel like in that situation, you're still my big sister, and that's why mm. I did it. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I no one messes with my big sister. Exactly. Like, I feel like even I remember bumping into the corridor, like, with that like, to you, with the teacher, mm. and seeing you crying and still feel, thinking, like, Annie, what do I do? Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, like, I, help you? Like, I, still, I still didn't have the answers. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And I feel like even now, if there's ever a situation where I feel like, I need to be the one to help you. You're still looking to me for the I'm answer. Still like, yeah, exactly. Me. I'm still just like, I, I still don't really know. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, no, I do feel like pe- I think the reason people need little sisters is to have a sense of understanding. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I yeah. feel like some people just grow up with a lot of like a lot of people who just know what's going on. Mm-mm-mm. Do you know what I mean? They yeah. expect everyone to be very sharp. I think it teaches people patience. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like little siblings, younger siblings, definitely teach you how to love as well. Mm-hmm. Love unconditionally because you guys are so annoying. Um. <laughs> I do feel like older siblings are also equally annoying. No, we are very annoying because we actually don't. We genuinely don't believe that you guys have like more than five brain cells. We believe if you have five, we have six. Yeah, and I also feel like with like um, older siblings, older siblings take advantage of the fact that they're older. <laughs> whereas younger siblings have no option but to be the youngest. <laughs> But you guys have so many privileges. I'm not gonna lie, you've never self punishment in your life. No. But yeah. any exactly. If we get Molly on this pod one day, which we will, he's gonna be like, listen, do you know how many beats? Oh and no, licks? you did take so many Yes now. And just in general, just getting shouted at, like they'll just shout. Always his play. fault. So the oldest take the but so you yeah, young boys, look at you talking from a place of privilege. No. <laughs> yeah, like you guys just don't understand that like, yeah, you ain't got nothing. Yeah. Like you, we literally used to take the, you know, the cover up. We used to cover up feeler all the time. Yeah. So for me, it's just like you know, it, don't get me wrong. I totally understand. Um, but do you reckon that the love you have for me is unconditional, though? For you, yeah. definitely. I don't feel like there's anything you can do that will make me disappointed or not do something for you. Mm. I will always. Yeah, I don't feel like... But I feel like we have a unique bond, though. I do think so. The, I know sisters that hit each other. <laughs> yeah, I feel like... I've, I'd I only act, act like some birthdays. Yeah. So... That's true. Yeah. Do you feel like having unconditional love is something that can move on to friends? Or do you think it's just something that is, like, if you have to be family to have unconditional love for someone? No, I feel like it can be extended to anybody. Obviously, it depends on the given circumstances and situations. I feel like... For me, one thing I strive towards is having gone through so much. So, number one, obviously, you've been there through pretty much most of what I've been through in life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like you can bear witness to the fact that in most circumstances, I generally don't react how somebody should react. But it's because I've been on the receiving end of people that react in the wrong way. Mm. And I never want to do that. And I notice that those people don't react from a place of love. And I feel like that's the kind of pressure I've put on myself. But at the same time, I, I always pray to not react out of emotions, which which I'm not great at um, working towards. But I feel like, for example, seeing, like, going through the process of being, like, bullied in primary school and then even in college, for me, it's just, like, how do I translate what I've been through so that it doesn't, so that other people don't feel that isolated because I know how that feels. So even when my friends now are like, oh, I don't have friends, I, don't, I want to be that friend that I want. Yeah, wanted, yeah. Exactly, wanted then um, and want now, mm-hmm. as opposed to thinking that, oh, no, I have to give them this small amount of love. I'd rather, you know, show somebody that this this love does exist and then they go on to plant that seed somewhere else because somebody's planted it in me. Do you know what I mean? Um, who? At what moment do you reckon that you had, you ever met someone, but you had a, there was a situation where you thought, I need to be like this, this needs to be like how I am as a person? I feel like obviously growing up, 
our parents definitely showed that that big heart mentality um like house is never empty you know just very giving very giving very loving very accommodating and was never fluent with it like it was never like today we are going to help this person (laughs) it was always very like i remember going like even when we got on our way to church Mm. I remember there was like a homeless person that was outside that BT mm. state um, petrol station, yeah. and like Daddy would always like give him something. Yeah, yeah. And I remember just looking at it like I don't see why we can't take him home. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> now you know. Do you know what I mean? Do that. Uh, no, hundred percent. But it's just I think it was small acts of kindness. Yeah. That I would see around us, mm-hmm. like even things like. Remember when Uncle Boston used to like he was basically like family. Yeah. And he still is obviously. Yeah. Family. Um, but I we never took that in as an act of kindness. No, we just we saw, just it, as saw it as like that's the exactly. That we have. So now when I see those kind of things, it's just like oh, I, that's that's supposed to be normal to me. Mm-hmm. And then I guess as well, like seeing how Dad reacted to certain situations that he went through, mm. I'm just like, excuse me, like you did not like slap somebody yeah. or well act as, out yeah. of character or and I feel like that really does just go to show someone with um, a godly spirit yeah it is a fruit, feel... of the, a fruit of the spirit isn't it 100% I you know, feel like patience kindness patience kindness lovingness like I honestly feel like the people the best people I know in this life I always say are people of good faith Mm. And I reckon good people are good faith because obviously there's people of good faith that are not good people. Yes, yes, definitely. Um, but I think people of good faith, like people like yourself, tend to be the, the kindest people because their spirit is so pure. I mean, <laughs> I, I definitely know that I'm like, I'm a flawed person, hundred and ten percent, and I'm not going to say that every every single action I do is pure. Do you know what I mean? I would definitely say that sometimes, yes, my thoughts and my ideas can be processed in a different way and obviously the heart of man is desperately wicked but i feel like my journey towards loving people is a day-to-day-to-day-to-day journey and i feel like it definitely came from yeah number one not wanting people to be in my position but also number two it being an example in my life through our parents and through other people um and i feel like i've always been surrounded by and people that are like extra loving and it's so weird because it challenges me because even I remember at uni um when I met the Dada sisters um Mm -hmm. praise Osolo and Dami Mm -hmm. when I met them I remember the way they used to just be so loving and giving and I was like like is this like this is a new level of giving that I've not experienced yet where young people like me because it's always I've just only mentioned our parents and probably aunties and uncles but I started to experience young people giving. And obviously, I guess it's cultural as well, yes. But mm. I think when you have grown up with majority Caucasian people, who, yes, generally are quite giving, but not to the extent in which we are. So that's why I said it's a new level of mm. giving. I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is crazy. And then, like, um, yeah, so experiencing young people giving, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm challenged. What yeah. can I do? Yeah, that like, can now you know, and you also wanted to probably mirror it a little bit, yeah. No, definitely because like, I knew how it made me feel, yeah. And you knew, like, exactly, you knew how yeah. it received because she was a receiver, exactly. Like, it's true, though. I definitely agree with you. I feel like when you do come across them people, you kind of think, No, this is how I can be. And I also feel like it is the energy that you kind of give off. And, mm. like, you know, when people say, Oh, you, you attract what you give off, yeah. I don't think that's necessarily correct, mm. but I feel like 
personally, it's interesting that you brought up like Caucasian people, they're given bar. Because obviously growing up, I had white friends and they were very given. I mean, mm-hmm. like, very early friends. Mm-hmm. Like they showed me a lot of like just selflessness. Mm. Like everything was half. Like it was a case of if we went out, I had twenty pounds. They had thirty pounds. We had twenty five pounds. Yeah, yeah, you know together. I mean? like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, It weren't like a thing of like, oh, I have more than the other. Person. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely feel like in terms of culture, especially when you meet other people that, are, that look like you, mm, there's a different type that's of true. giving. They never. It's a different type of givingness when they understand. Yeah, I feel like white people they will be very good at listening to you mm. and understanding, like you know, what they're trying to, they're what they're trying in to your say. position. But they will, there's a different type of like understanding when that mm. someone that looks like you sounds like you. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but I think it's very true. I feel like some people just trigger that within you, and when people talk about situations where someone hasn't shown love or they've, mm. they've got friends and then they've left their friends, I'm just like, the reason I've never really had to deal with it is because. I attract people and I keep people around me that are good people. But you know what it is for me? Like, I'm not going to say that people that I have loved or have extended love to or have shown levels of love um, haven't betrayed me because they 100% have. But I never give from a place of wanting anything back. Mm. So when I mean anything, even if they don't treat me right, and I know you don't agree with this a lot of the time when it comes to me Mm. because you see people take advantage of me. As opposed to, like, you know, sometimes you're like, Anu, just stop being nice to people. Like, just. I've never said that. I, I know, but I feel like. like um... I feel like sometimes you get annoyed when I'm doing something for somebody and you're like, but they would never in their million yeah. years of living do this for you. But for yeah. me, that's not the point. My point is that at the end of the day, I believe that I am a steward of the gospel that I preach. And if I truly believe that, you know, Christ lives in me and He is love. Mm. I should be trying to extend that level of love yeah. at every given moment, whether oh. it, it feels right or not. And the reason is because I'm a Bible believing Christian, I believe that all the promises that are promised to me will come to pass, whether um like whether I give not whether I give or not, but whatever is taken away from me, I will still always get something else, regardless of the outcome if that makes sense so if i'm so what you say you shall reap yeah and the thing is i don't even sow to reap anything and i don't so we've we've had this conversation before where i believe that what our parents sowed is what we are Reap, reaping yeah. so i'm not even sowing this love now because we know what we've been through in life i genuinely believe the people that we've met in the last you know six to seven years that really changed and transformed our lives has been because six two seven six two seven years. Oh, okay. Yeah, we've been in the streets there long. Um, no, yeah, but in the last six to seven years, this is the reaping, and I feel like it's only the the smallest fraction of. But I feel like this is the reaping of what our parents have sown. 100%. So I feel like obviously that they're Oh well. no, hundred and ten percent. So I feel like you know, for me, the sowing of love and you know, giving and being overzealous with my care and things like that um, generally comes from a place where I feel like I can be sewing for anybody that has contact with me. I can be sewing for my godchildren, yeah. be sewing for my cousins, be mm-hmm. sewing for you, be sewing for my, my dad. You know, I just don't know. I'm caring, I'm loving. Sure. And it's not because I just want everybody to experience good life. And I feel like even if I can only give that to you for a fraction of your life, two, three days, a month, a year, I want you to know that that love exists out there in a friend, in a family, in a partner, um, 
in a colleague. Do you get what I mean? People mm-hmm. like I know that running joke at work is literally like you have the patience of a saint. The reality is I don't. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's Christ in me that allows me to exude that so that you know that this level of patience is achievable. Why? Because every single thing that I do, I've seen before. Yeah. It's a mirror. And I know that not everybody has access to the kind of people I have access to. And not everybody has access to the father like I do. Mm. Do you get what I mean? So, but father like your government father? Or like <laughs> both. My government father and to Abba Father in heaven. Because I feel like that is our duty. Our duty is to, to show that, you know, God is within us and this is what he produces mm-hmm. um, on a day-to-day basis. But even my, my earthly father has taught me patience. So much patience. Rav. I've never known patience like it. I don't think People think I've got the patience of a saint. I think it's patience and <laughs> Me and my daddy. Yeah. I think patience and calmness, I think that's I think it's a trait that especially in the not only the Western world but in modern society doesn't yeah. exist because nah. we do get everything so quickly. Yeah. And I feel like even in situations where it's difficult to exercise that level of patience, mm. Daddy has always just done it anyway. Hey. Like, even today, it was so funny. I couldn't find my phone. Mm. And, like, I couldn't find it anywhere. Like, <laughs> and I was about to just leave, and I was just like, I couldn't find it. And, like, you know when you're just like, where's it gone? Like, where's yeah. And then I said to myself, oh, I'm just going to do a daddy. And then I just started telling you my room and I found it. <laughs> I, I, as, as in, like, I literally was just like, I'm just going to, like, I literally said it out loud. I'm going to do a daddy. <laughs> because I was just like, I know for a fact that it's somewhere. Yeah, it's somewhere I will find it. I just this guy don't break a sweat about nothing, man. Literally, I swear, literally, like the walls of Jericho can be fully dead around him. Mm-hmm. And he'll, he'll just start like, singing, he'll start back in the, back in the rubble. Literally, <laughs> it's, don't worry, the wall will stop falling. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, if for me, and I, I feel like I've definitely picked that up, mm-hmm. but that's a level of love patience yeah love is patient love is kind i need to find that scripture because that tells you what love is mm. if you can't ex- 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 um experience if you can't mirror those traits mm-hmm. of love that is expressed in the bible you cannot say that you're loving yeah do you get what i mean your love is conditional and you know there's different types of love I think there's yeah. that <laughs> which one did we say last time I can't remember that it was like I think it's Eros Agape Storage yeah no I was, I was, I was I said last time I was listening to the podcast yeah. and I was saying storage it's not storage, storage love Agape love you know That's those so they, those levels of love mm-hmm. in which um, you know people operate under I feel like a lot of people think they give unconditionally but really and truly your love is tested when the conditions are taken away do you feel like they're saying our relationship mm. the love for me that you have for me has ever been tested? Test up? I don't... I don't feel like it has. Like, what... what Can you say anything? I don't think my love for you has ever been tested. Yeah, like, I feel like it's literally the way we've been brought up that, you know, we just don't test each other's love. Yeah, I feel like it's interesting. I feel like it's difficult from... Especially even with, like, the boys. Mm. I reckon, like, in terms of perspective of all seen things differently yeah and i feel like not because of the difference in our personalities yeah massive um, differences like there's very big differences in our personalities and in terms of roles that we each had to play mm. i feel like they're all very different as well but when i speak about like um the love that you express to people can often be unwarranted i'm more speaking of a sense of obviously the bible says 
be kind, be patient, yeah. to show love and whatever. But the Bible does also talk about applying wisdom. Oh, 100%. We and are stewards of love. We are stewards, stewards of, of love. And you know, that's what happens around us. I was going to go on to say that in situations where I feel as though, I don't think you should do, it's never a case of, oh, don't do this for this person because they'll never do it for you. Mm. It's more so don't do this for this person because they actually just won't appreciate it. But I don't and feel like I, literally, I don't even feel like I need the appreciation. It's not about like, it's literally just like, at the end of the day, the only thing that is measured. It hurts. Is tr- I'm human. The only thing that's truly measured in this life is time. And if anything, it's going to be time consuming. So for example, like, if you're going to send a message to someone and it's, and it's showing how you're to do it of love, that's fine. You're now going to like get up in the morning, 5am to go drive to this place and do, and they actually just won't care that, they won't care if it's you or a taxi man. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's just one of those situations where like, so you feel like I shouldn't do it? I feel like it just depends. Like, you ha- you weigh up the situation. Like, for example, like, they say my friend that only lives a couple minutes away needs me to do something for her. I can get up and go do it, mm. even though I know she won't appreciate it. Not my actual friend in real life. Mm-mm. Let's say... Like, hypothetically. Hypothetically. Um, let's say I don't think she... I'll go and do it because, I mean, I'm better off doing it than not doing it and feeling bad about it later. Um, but I think it's a situation where... Is there an alternative to you showing this love and then it takes less out of you? So, for example, mm. someone wants you to drive them somewhere in the morning. Um, or like, and you'll find it difficult to do it. Like, you're generally, it's going to be a struggle. Yeah. For you. And you say, I'm going to get you an Uber and I'll, you just you just pay for the whole amount. Mm. You track the journey, you ask them if they get there okay. That's different, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I feel like, ask yourself, how much is this person going to appreciate what I'm doing for them? And it's not about I'm only going to do it for them if they really appreciate it. It's literally just like... How much is your... it going to take out yeah, of Yeah, it's just well. like... you got Because you're a steward of your energy, you know, how much strength you have and tiredness. Because after a while, because you come across people that they're constantly doing things for people, they're constantly down in the dumps because no one appreciates it. And I'm just like, do you have okay. a brain cell? Yeah, so for me, I guess I don't generally get down in the dumps about things mm-hmm. like that because I genuinely feel like there's not one person... I don't know actually because I haven't done a survey on it but I don't believe there's a person that hasn't ever not appreciated what I've done even if they can't express it now Mm. so I feel like a lot of times what happens is I generally don't lose friends we just grow distant yeah and then the only way they can still show appreciation is for example my birthday when they will call or text me to remind me that they're still about Mm. (laughs) do you know what I mean and I feel like that only comes from a place of you were such a good person to me when we were friends um I can't I can't let your birthday go by and not wish you well kind of thing um and I but I go back to the fact that I just feel like everybody needs to experience I I experience it almost every single day with different people Mm. so I feel like if I have the ability to experience uh, to let one person experience you know love and care then why not Mm. do you know what I mean it's hard I'm human I'm a very emotional person I can get attached quickly but I think one thing that God is teaching me, especially in this season, is that I can easily detach as well. Mm. And reminds me that my actions are not about me, that they're actually about him, because I should be doing everything as if I'm doing it onto him. But that also includes, like you said, being a steward of what I'm doing. So maybe there's a way I can, yeah, do it where I'm less attached, as opposed to being so attached that I can't, I've done the act, but now I need to follow through with emotions and everything else, mm. do you get what I mean? Sometimes actually showing that act of service, that act of love, um, and keeping it stepping mm-hmm. is enough for somebody to be like, rah, that's nice. Um, but yeah, I guess even someone was saying to me how, you know, like Valentine's Day, how mm-hmm. we had all like, 
you know, doing stuff and yeah. like my friends got me flowers and I was getting friends flowers and that, apparently that's not normal. And I was like, how is this not normal? Showing your friends love. Yeah. I and that, I totally it understand. It's a Valentine's Day thing in the sense of um, it's normally for your man. Like I think I must have asked one of my colleagues like, oh, what are you doing on Valentine's Day? And mm. in my mind, like to my knowledge, he hasn't got like a partner. Mm. And he was like saying something like about like a woman Mm. And I was just like, that he's not in a relationship with him. And I was just like, you could have just said you're going to buy your mum flowers. I don't Yeah. <laughs> like, it could have been anything. I, I find, I do, I do, it does make me a little bit upset that, you know, people generally only um, think of love as person, partner to partner. Romantic love. Exactly. As opposed to, like, family, friends, colleagues, which is really and truly, you know, where we should be extending love 100%. to. Um but no, no. Yeah, I think you're right. I reckon the thing is, I feel like, luckily for me, I feel like throughout my life, I've always come across people who are very loving. Mm. Um, That's and a I've always And I've always, like... What do you think that is? I think it's an energy thing, because at the same time, I get, for my close friends, I get the whole, like, you're just about, like, about me just being a nice person mm. as well. And I feel like, a lot of the time when I think about... I, don't, I haven't had many friends that I've lost, if I'm very mm. honest. And any friends that I'm not no longer close to, mm. I still feel like when we were friends, when we were close, shall I say, like, it was a perfect representation of being a good friend, being a mm. loving friend, being a caring yeah. friend. Yeah. And I feel as though... that it, I feel like it's an energy thing, and I feel like, although... I definitely think it's an energy thing, mm-hmm. mainly because you, although like people definitely come across like people and they're a good person and they just get given bad lemons, mm. I do feel as though I always make sure that I evaluate situations, I evaluate people when I meet yeah. them, and I only keep people around me that I think are good people. Okay. And I feel like, especially now when as an adult, meeting people, becoming friends with new people. I always say to myself, they're a good person. I really just hope I'm not wrong. So you just said, I only keep good people around. Mm -hmm. So how do you test your... I don't want to say how do you test your love or your genuine actions if you only ever keep good people around you? Do you extend that love and stuff to other people? Like, I express love to strangers a lot of the time. And Mm. I feel like it's way more easy to express like um what about have you got any friends that are like hard to love hmm. i do i don't do. think i do i feel like the thing is i don't know but explain to me how, how someone is it their personality they're very irritating it's just like, i love you but oh do you know what i mean like it's like mean? it's almost like they they're good people you know that okay look at it like this we're in a society where everyone's saying if your friend's got bad energy I'll cut them off. Cut them off. Cut the. I've got friends who, they're not. I I never call it bad energy. Mm. People are going through a lot. We have to appreciate that, and I feel like it's hard to say that I should cut people off that have quote unquote bad energy, when actually what they need is more love. Mm. I've got friends going through depression. Mm. I've got friends going through you know a season of dry, job search. 
Do you know what I mean? Mm. Now, being jobless when you're 22, 23 is way different to being jobless when you're in your mid to late 20s, when you have responsibilities. Yeah. Um, and when your friends are thriving. Are thri- not even just beginning, thriving. You know, like when you're in the early 20s, uh, there's a lot more of you. Yeah. When you're in this stage where it's like, you know, you need to pattern this and Everyone's pattern that. Pattern. Exactly. I so, feel like that now, though. I oh, like yeah, well, generation is increased. Like, your generation is just going up mm. a notch. You've got 18-year-olds driving Mercedes Benz, like... They can't afford it, like... Yeah, they can't. But, so for me, it's like, I, I, I have friends that are difficult to love because it's not always reciprocated. They don't always reply to messages or always, you know appreciate when you're trying but I'm also in a place of privilege where I have that level of understanding Mm. and knowledge that you know what this is only for a season and that season might be a couple years exactly 100% and And you have to appreciate that that is the real test of love Mm. because I remember I lost about three quote-unquote close friends during my down season. Mm. Why? Because I wasn't replying to messages how I used to reply to them. Mm. You're giving me off. I'm off with you. But it actually had nothing to do with people. It was all to do with myself, my mental health. But because nobody wanted... Not nobody. I had friends who were extending love. But because those friends in particular were so... Exactly. And so used to their own mentality of, well, I... I give you this and you don't give back. Mm. They cut me off. Yeah. Now they're calling back to be, you know, doing like happy birthday, congratulations, da, 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 da. But, and that was a while ago anyway, but it's the fact that, wow. So because I didn't reply how you wanted me to, yeah. you cut off the love that you were giving me. Instead of being like, I wonder why they're acting so different. Exactly. And I definitely feel like, to answer your question, are any of my friends hard to love? I would say no, because I feel like what as soon as I love you, I'm not going to stop loving you. Hmm. That's how I see it in my life anyway. Mm. And I feel like I've got I've got a couple friends that are hard to like. Mm. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. Like, I, I love get them. You. I love them way more than I like them in certain mm. situations. But because I know them, because we like have conversations deeper than the surface you know what I mean I understand mm. why they're like this I don't like yeah. it but I love them wholeheartedly do you know what I mean yeah and I feel like as an individual whenever I give off love which it should be really anytime I speak to them anytime I'm like engaging with them mm. I feel as though however they respond to it is a reflection of anything they might be going through and I feel like yeah. I, I need to be understanding and I need to be that friend the bible says you know if, who sticks closer than a brother is a friend mm-hmm. you got know I me mean? so the fact that we're close now you have to be my friend and my bro mm. because <laughs> if a brother if a friend sticks closer than a brother in times of adversity mm-hmm. i need you to be my friend and my sister you get so i feel like we need to be those friends in times of adversity when it is trialing we need to be extending love mm-hmm. those are the people that need the love you know what I mean? I feel like if nobody shows me love, God forbid, God forbid, but if nobody shows me love for like a year, I think I'll still be okay. And it's because the amount of love it's that so I've... so impossible. And, <laughs> but the amount of love that I have received is literally enough. It's, it's enough for me to be oh, grateful. Yeah. In terms of if I feel like if the love that I've received in this life was like on its way or I had to put it on a plane... Mm. 
Like, it would have to do a couple. Yeah. But do you know what, though, Bells? At the same time, I feel like we have to appreciate that we've been been through a lot Mm. to get to this place. And I I don't want people to think, oh, my gosh, how do I get to the stage where, you know, I love without bounds? (laughs) But do you feel those people are learning how to love? 110 million percent. Have you met those kind of people? Yes. It's not easy for them because they've been through a lot themselves. But the problem is when you feel like you own love, you often are afraid to lose it. I don't own love, so I'm not afraid to lose it. Mm. God owns love. God is love. So I can't lose him. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Unless I am actively pushing him away, I can't lose him. But the honest fact is because people generally put what what they're doing, so their actions as a currency as to what they're doing. So if I do, I get. If I do, I get. It's like a slot machine. You put in a penny, you get in a, get out a pound. You put in a penny, you get out a pound. If that is how you, um, you know, portray your love and, you know, you expect that as you put in a penny, you get out a pound, how do you feel when you go to the arcade, you put in a penny, you don't get nothing back? You're disappointed. Mm-hmm. What do you do? You put in more pennies. Why? Because you feel like if I keep doing this, I should get get something something back. But the problem is we're not pennies. We're human. But we need to stop. We need to stop thinking like we're pennies. You can't keep putting in a penny and expecting a pound from love. It doesn't work like that. You should be putting in the pennies. Exactly. Now, think about it like this. If, for example, I see the pennies as the love that God is giving me. Number one, it's unlimited. Eventually, I will get something back. Mm-hmm. But I'm not expecting it instantly. And I'm also not bothered. Why? Because the pennies will keep coming. Mm. Do you get what I mean? The pennies will keep coming. Keep... How many times have we been at arcade? Dad will say, one pound, that's it. Mm. <laughs> that's You're not putting any more. But God is saying, my love is unlimited, without bounds. Yeah? I can give you and give you and give you and give you. Your duty is to keep putting and putting and putting into different slots, different slots, different people, different workplaces, different environments, you will get something back. It may not be the amount you put in, but you will get something back. But the the, the beauty in doing it God's way is that what you get back is always what you need in the time that you need it. Of course. The, the love that I sowed when I was in primary school, I may be reaping it now. Yeah, that's sometimes what I think sometimes. Do you get what I mean? Mm. That pure love where you're just giving out sweets to everybody. Where you're just giving out birthday cakes you know to everyone. You that one kid that will bring in sweets to the whole class it's their birthday. <laughs> yeah! Like, <laughs> get it, it's your birthday. Do you get what I mean? So sometimes it's like we, as a, as a society, as I a community that. now, we're so calculated. Mm. But I feel like we need to go back to taking risks when it comes to love. Yeah, I do feel like the reason people can be so calculated when it comes to relationships, love and things are like is because everything every l you take in this generation is way more it's way more public Mm, no definitely and it's way more like people kind of can see like i feel like are you yawning on my i really try to keep it in (laughs) um yeah no i honestly feel like People are way more cautious because they feel like any sort of L they take is going to be way more public. So they tread. So yeah. I feel like that's kind of the reason. But do you feel like, let's say you were speaking to someone that found it hard to love. Mm. What, what do you kind mean? Of, like, if they said that I just can't love people, like I find it so hard to just meet people and love them. 
Well, that's a digging deeper kind of situation, isn't it? What would you say to them to like unpack that? I'm not a therapist yet. <laughs> so it's kind of like, I, I don't know. I would first go with like, where did it stem from? When did you start feeling like this? What was the last thing you done that kind of broke you? Mm. Because let's be honest, the amount of people that I've, you know, had like, even like as in friendship wise, feelings for like, oh, you're my best friend. How many friends have you, you know? It's not that I've had plenty of best friends, but there's plenty of people that said, oh, Bells, this is my friend. And you're like, oh, yeah. And you even get good, good vibes with them. And one day they just vanish out well, of nowhere. Yeah, in my life, like just, I'm sure I can name like three. Do you get it? I'm not talking about plenty of people. Um, but those kind of people, those, that, sorry, the, the level of love that I had for those people, I can easily say that I cannot love anybody like that again. Mm. If another friend comes along, I don't want to be friendly, friendly, paddy, paddy with anybody mm. like that. But instead, I do the complete opposite. Yeah. I increase it. <laughs> um, so for me, it's finding out why exactly can you not do that? Do you know what I mean? Where exactly does this love stem from? And it probably comes from a conditional uh, mindset, a mentality where I expected to get and I never got. So mm-hmm. therefore I'm withdrawing. And that's the wrong mindset to have because you damage yourself more than you damage the other person. Mm. I feel like the way I'll see it in terms of someone that's finding it difficult to love someone, mm. I'll say, I'll probably say, say, ugh. I always look at it from, obviously, like you said, where does it stem from? But I feel like a lot of time people know the answers to that and they've already answered it themselves. Mm. And I reckon the best place to go is what do you want to love then mm. that you're finding difficult to love? Because yeah. I feel like someone that is that doesn't know how to love has probably attempted... The only reason they're going to find out that they can't love is that they've attempted to love someone and they can't. And then, yeah. So it's like, what do you want to love and mm. what is it that you love about them that you want to start loving? Mm. Do you know what I mean? And what kind of person do you want to be? When exactly. It comes to and I love? feel like sometimes maybe try to start loving things. Yeah, yeah. Like try to find a sport that you love, a, um, mm. a, like a hobby that you love. Actually, like express you know love in different ways and see if you can start loving again. I think sometimes, even when you think about those kind of things, though, that can easily get you disheartened very quickly. And now, literally, as we, you were just saying, I thought actually you need to go back to the one who is love. God. That is God. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because look at everything that's happened over the last week with England. Mm. Those boys love football. Now, if they had won, it would be a different atmosphere. Yeah. But a lot of them literally had to take time away from everything because of their love for football. And, you know, biblically speaking, we shouldn't love anything over God. Mm. So there's been a fracture between your love for God and your love for people that needs to be mended. Yeah. Do you get that's what I true. mean? And yeah, I feel no, like that's where yeah. I I get what you're saying in terms of learn to love things and things like that. But those things, look, they can backfire on you. Football that they're paying you millions for, mm. all of a sudden turned out to be actually the worst thing that could have happened to you in a whole year. I'm sure they're all right. No, no they are all right. But Bells, if I'm totally honest, all of them have released statements now, actually. Oh, yeah, I see. Um, I but, think like, sometimes when you bring in, um, going back to like the maker and stuff, mm. I feel like sometimes, depending on who's like kind of trying to see that information, mm. sometimes it just goes without saying. Oh yeah, no, do you know but what I mean? yeah, yeah, definitely. And but do you know what? Sometimes we need that timely reminder. Like even me, I feel like in this season, I need a timely reminder as to where does that love stem from. 
where does that love come from? Mm-hmm. Anna, your love is uncalculated. So what is happening? What is going on? And mm-hmm. I'm reminded to go back to the one who gives me the love. Do you feel like you know many people in your life that they have a love that you're just like, I want to I wanna have this kind of love for people? Yeah, no, I think I'm surrounded by it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think I'm surrounded by it. And I go back to the example of our parents as well, to be yeah. fair. Uh, I think they were great stewards of love, still are great stewards of love. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's something that we can learn from. 100%. And I feel like, like you said with the sowing seeds, I feel like my friends that I've accumulated over the years, from when I first stepped foot into nursery mm. to like uni, yeah. especially, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like, and even work. I feel like the people that go into my life are honestly people with the warmest hearts. Amen. The caring, most caring spirits, giving, loving. And honestly, I feel like that's purely down to the love of God in us. Yeah. And that's surrounded us growing up. And I yeah. feel like it's something that I'm not only grateful for, but something that I embrace on a daily basis. Facts. Because a lot of people... They don't, don't experience it. They don't experience it. And no. I feel like, honestly, it's something that by God's grace, when I was to have children, that, that is it's probably one of the top one things that I need to make sure that... Yeah. Because love, that that's that's what everything is, you know? 110%. Is this a nice. new necklace? It is. Is this part of that box that's in the kitchen? Yeah. Or that stuff you're just ordering, ordering You phone? know what? They actually bought two necklaces and they're exactly the same. It must have been an accident, but you can have it. Yeah, boy, if I don't like it. Don't wear it then. Mm-hmm. Which earring did you get pissed? So this one is a double helix, and this one hey. is a flat helix. Blood of the lamb. They give you people money, just go and piss it, didn't you? Oh no, well, this hurts, is a nice though. one though. Oh, sorry, I'm no, just playing. Oh, this one's the only one <laughs> My lobes, I have. I will them. never get any more pissed. Do you remember you got your lobe done? Eh? Which lobe? This one? Yeah. Oh no, it was a baby. But were we actually babies like that? Yes, no. Okay. I don't remember getting mine done. No, <laughs> I thought you, that's why I was like, eh? You probably got it done the same day. You probably waited a couple of years before you got yours done. I don't know. How come my mum waits for me to wait? Yeah, I, you know what Nigerians always say, yeah, gay. Yeah, but I think, you, I, think you, I think we probably got it done the same day. I don't think we did. You really reference that? I don't think we did. I reckon we got it done at the same time. Is that why you think we're that close? Because we got our loads done together. No, honestly, I feel like we probably got our loads done at the same time just out of pure convenience. No, I don't think we did. Those. It was the age difference. You think we're gonna wait for you? Yeah. <laughs> can't lie. Like, you think we're gonna wait for you? Yeah, yeah, wait for you. No. Nah. Uh, but then my second lobe, yeah, I like. I did them in like year nine. Yeah. Rebel, then, rebellious. My third ones, I got them about like, literally a couple months ago. Oh. Anyways, bros, it was a good episode. Thanks for staying up late. Yeah. I've got I work need in to. The and I've, I've got, got work. work. I've got work tomorrow. Bloody hell. Me that I'm just rocking on three hours to you. That's why I said I didn't ever want to do this episode, but here I am. I'm happy we did it though. Yeah, no, I'm happy we did it as well. And I hope it's a good episode. And I hope you guys enjoy it. You guys really enjoyed the last one. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this one. Yeah, I think it'll be really good for everyone to kind of say, especially as sisters, like what you want to hear about from us, I guess. That's true, actually. We can answer some sisterly questions yeah, as well. Like, because I think the broad things are just that like, we're like pals, but as sisters, I feel like what can we speak about? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Alrighty. Cool. So, until next time, peace out, guys. Bye.